Hello, everyone, and welcome to Everyday Sublime. This is your host, Josh Summers, and it's a pleasure to have you here with me and to be back with you today. This is the first episode of the 2022 season. It's a new year. And here in Maine, the temperatures have been down in the single digits, even in the negative digits. We're really in a deep freeze. And other than contracting a mild cold, potentially a mild case of COVID, uh, Terry and I are doing quite well. And we're happy to be back up and running teaching online. So in this episode, I'm I'm, uh, initiating an innovation to the podcast. And uh, I just want to give you a sense of the programming that I'll be trying to implement over the coming year, starting this month. Um, If you've been following along, you know that I publish a few Dharma talks that I give in my Monday night teaching session. Um, I publish those talks in in the podcast those are to offer reflection and, and suggestions for how to approach both primarily meditation, but also yin yoga and qigong. And um, in addition to those Dharma talks in the podcast, I'll also be uh, publishing uh, and continuing to publish a long-form interview. And I'm going to be trying to bring in some of my personal friends, and not just professional colleagues, but personal friends of mine that I've met on the spiritual path and really uh, found value in in the friendship, and I want to share that those friendships with you. So there will be uh, interviews, Dharma talks, and then like this episode, I'll also be giving one or two guided meditations per month. And these will be shorter, 15-minute guided meditations where I'll essentially try to reflect on a facet or a piece or a part of the meditative process. And my hope is that you can listen either during a meditation or outside of meditation, but listen to these, um, these guided meditations to get a sense of the intention, the spirit, and the, the process within them. And then once you understand that, you can put them aside. So I see guided meditations a little bit like training wheels, that they help you get up and balanced, but once you're up and running and flowing, you don't need them anymore. So use the guided meditation until you don't need it anymore, and just put it aside. Um, lastly, another the final in, in, in innovation that I'll be implementing soon is I will also be publishing a monthly informal conversation with my life partner and co-teacher Terry Coburn. We want to have a more informal chat with each other about the mechanics of practice, about the dynamics of practice, and questions that are coming up for people within our sangha. So stay tuned for that. I'm, I'm quite excited about these developments. Um, to that note, if you would like to practice with me and Terry, um, if you would like to practice specifically yin yoga, qigong, and meditation, and, and really have ongoing support around the integration and development of those specific practices. And within those practices, uh, one of the things that I was articulating in the talk last week uh, is that you know, philosophically, spiritually speaking, our, our influences, the influences that Terry and I draw from primarily, come from Taoism, the ancient wisdom tradition of China, um, but also from the yoga Buddha Dharma traditions, the wisdom traditions from India. And we try to blend these influences with the influence of jazz improvisation or jazz pedagogy, the wisdom tradition I see from black America. And it's this integration of improvisation with these that I think really helps individuals craft and cultivate their own unique expression of the practice 
And in my view, that's really what it's all about, how we all integrate, absorb, integrate, and then manifest the, the very hearts of all these traditions. So if that's of interest to you, if you'd like to practice with us weekly or have access to our practices online um, in our library, please check out joshsummers.net forward slash Sangha. Sangha means, as Martin Luther King and Thich Nhat Hanh said, a beloved community. It's a community of like-minded individuals that share these deeper aspirations and potentials of the awakened heart. And I'll just add and tease a little bit of what's in the library. We have uh, all our weekly classes posted in the library for replay. We also have a whole uh, archive of our past workshops available for uh, replay. And last Saturday I taught a workshop on yin yoga, looking specifically at how yin yoga can help nourish the Chinese medical conception of the kidneys and how that nourishment is both a foundation for our own health, but as I really argue and make a case in the, in the workshop, if we think of that holistically, our health intersects with a larger collective health. So we, we really focus internally in our practice for periods of time, not to the exclusion of the collective, not to the exclusion of others or in a way that's like solipsistic or self-centered, but we go within and really develop a new deeper relationship to our body and mind and our inner holistic system so that we can open to and integrate and harmonize and, and I should say better help creatively harmonize the chaos in our collective outer system. So thanks for listening today and I look forward to future episodes with you and without further ado I give you today's guided meditation Winter's Listening. Okay, so for the meditation, first things first, just get comfortable. You can sit in a chair, you can sit in on the couch, you can sit on a meditation cushion. It's important to be relatively comfortable. It's true, aches and pains and dharma pains do arise, but for now, just try to seek out a, a generalized comfort whereby your, your body is able to relax, but your attention is, is supported with, with a, a relaxed alertness. And you can rest your hands on your lap comfortably and begin to soften your body and soften your mind through the understanding that there's no special experience to have. I say this over and over again, uh, but I, I, I think it bears repeating that in this form of meditation, which is based on you know, awareness-based traditions, primarily found in Buddhism, but in this tradition, uh, there's no need to change experience. We're not trying to have special experiences. We're not trying to get rid of things. We're establishing and developing a capacity to be open to the immediacy of what is. So we're opening to the truth without changing the, the experiences that we're, that we're having. Now, this is easier said than done. In my practice, I found the quality of listening to be uh, incredibly helpful in terms of developing and, and appreciating this quality of mindfulness, the, the quality of mind that doesn't push or pull on things, that doesn't prefer or reject things. It, if, the more I begin with listening and establish that quality of open listening, I find that my mind naturally goes into this, this quality of effortless mindfulness. So. 
taking a few moments and feeling your body, I'd like you to first just open to listening to sounds. Just hearing, hearing the natural display of auditory stimulation within your environment. And as you listen, notice you don't have to prompt or coach yourself to pay attention to these sounds in the sense that when you hear a sound, you don't have to then tell yourself, now go pay attention to that sound. There's a spontaneous, synchronized or concurrent arising of the sound itself and the knowing of the sound. And this is very effortless. You know, you don't have to do anything to, to, to improve upon it. This, it's more appreciating and noticing that it's occurring. So allow yourself to sit with a sense of your body, open to and listening to sounds within the environment. Now in listening, I'd like to share just a, an analogy that I've always appreciated, which is to imagine your awareness like the light touch of a record player's needle, or the stylus on a, an LP record, if you're old enough to remember what a record is. So the stylus rests very lightly in contact with the grooves of the album. If it bears down too much, it will scratch. If there's no contact, it won't pick up the information there. So there's a light point of contact. And just feel how your awareness can, can um, embody that quality of light contact with the flowing content of experience. And as you get comfortable listening to sounds, you can, when you're ready, start to include listening with the same open, uh, non-preferential attention. Just, you can start to listen to the pattern and experience of sensation in your body. So the same way you would hear a sound, just letting it be known, allowing it to, to present and do its thing however it will do, or whatever it will do, bring the same quality of awareness to the, to the, to the content of the body, the, to the field of sensation within the body. Inevitably, we'll find sensations that are more pleasant or less pleasant than others. And if you need to, if you need to adjust or uh, back off with your body to, to, to preserve a sense of comfort, then please do that. But there's a range of sensation that will arise that are mildly unpleasant, not injurious or harmful. And I would encourage to stay with those, to just let your mind listen to those sensations and see their changing nature too in the same way that you might listen to sounds. So take a minute or so and just settle in to the open agenda of listening.
softening the tendency to listen with preference and listening openly to really the truth of just what is. From the environment of sound to the environment of our bodies and sensation, we can also include the environment of our mind, meaning specifically the, the kinds of content or kinds of experience that our mind creates itself. This will include thinking, that itself includes planning and remembering and imagination, conversations, interactions, images. Can you listen with the same open impartiality. So just as you didn't select one sound over another and just allowed the sounds to be and to be known, can you bring the same quality of listening to the sensations in your body as well as the quote-unquote sensations of the mind, thoughts, feelings, ideas, memories, and plans? It bears mentioning that you will get pulled into the stream of the, of the mind at times. Some systems call this mind-wandering. I see mind-wandering, I think everyone sees mind-wandering as inevitable, <clears throat> but I really encourage a very friendly, uh, collaborative relationship with the wandering that's born out of understanding that it's, it's not a problem. So your mind might drift for a period of time, that's okay. It will come back, that's also okay. And when you know you're back, feel into a sense of listening again. And I'll say more about this in a future meditation. But there's a fine balance of listening in a relaxed way and listening in a way that's constricted or tight. And when I listen, when I've been practicing this myself, I find that at times my mind does constrict and tightens up and tries to listen more deeply. And, and, and the paradox there is that as I try, I listen more shallowly. I get, I get more narrow than, than broad. So there's a, a constant moving or balancing act that spirals around this quality of relaxation with open listening. Sometimes going a little bit too far to one side of tightening up, or trying, sometimes going too far in the other direction of being too lax or loose and, and vague and fuzzy. And your mind, if you're, if you're like me, will swing between the two in, over the course of a practice. But there's a movement or a balancing process spiraling around the middle of the balancing point, which is an open listening without preference. So far to summarize, 
some of these reflections, I might just say, in short, the idea is that we're listening to our experience, listening to the totality of our experience, the holistic uh, layering of our experience, which will include the environment of sound, the environment of sensation in the body, and the environment of our minds, of thoughts, feelings, memories, etc. And with all of this content, we can listen to it. And as we listen to the particulars, you know, we're sensitive to the specific. In listening to the specific, we can also begin to more openly sense the context or the space or the atmosphere within which sounds, sensations, thoughts, and feelings are coming and going. So listen to your experience and sense the space within which your experience is occurring. That would be the, the nutshell of the reflection here. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that meditation and I hope it supports your practice as we continue together. If you would like to practice either live online with me and Terry in our Zoom classes each week with yin yoga, qigong, and meditation, or if you'd like to have access to the replays of our classes or the replays of our workshops or access to any of our trainings online, specifically the Yin Yoga Foundation's online on-demand module, you can find all that and more at my website, joshsummers.net. And most of all, we hope that whatever we're offering is of support to you and that you find value and benefit in it. So just want to say thank you for your practice. I really feel like there's a connection, a deep important connection between the transformation of individual consciousness and the potential for the transformation of our collective consciousness. So thank you very deeply. Thank you for your practice. I look forward to seeing you soon. Until then, stay safe, take good care, and keep practicing.